What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Action Ignited podcast, the podcast to help you ignite your action and reach your goals and far more than just health and wellness. Join your co-hosts, Jason Hogarth and Ism Hadahut, as we dive into another fresh new episode for you. Specifically, when motivation is gone, what do you do? We're going to have a candid conversation on this topic. It's the first week of 2024. You may have been asked, what are your resolutions? What are your goals this year? And your mind might be flooded when you get started now and you feel the motivation is gone. What do you do? So as always, let's kick this thing off. What is up, man? First week of the year. So, man, first week. Uh, good job getting the year right. I, I still remember the days in like middle school when you first take you take that first test and then your teacher's making fun of everyone because they they put the wrong gear on there. This morning I was journaling and I, I put the dates on it. And I froze. Ah. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. Is this, what is this? <laughs> I'm just happy I didn't put like 21 or something like that. Yep. Nope. Solid, solid. But you caught yourself. So that's good. Yeah, man. This is, I'm excited for this topic because everyone is probably riding the high of motivation right now and thinking they'll never fall off. Um, especially as the new year rolls around, everyone gets that rejuvenated. Like this is going to be the year we talked about it in our last episode of the new year, new me phenomenon and all that. And, um, some ways to avoid following into the never ending trap. Um, so yeah, it'd be really good to see where we take this today. Uh, as far as what to do once that motivation does eventually die down, the initial excitement wears off, you're, you're sore, you're tired, you're getting ready to give up what's going to be the thing that pushes you through and get you back on track. Yeah. I, I think the mind wants to go a million places when it comes to this, where it's just like, well, I can listen to a motivational speech or I can read something. I can do something along the lines to keep me going. But we found, you know, different things help us along the journey. You may have seen it or heard it in some other previous uh, podcast episodes, but if you're new to this, it's the perfect time to reshare this. So with motivation being gone, what do you do? Where to, what would you do? Where do you feel like your mind's taking you with this one? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that's helped me persist through the ebbs and flows of motivation because it just goes up and down throughout the year like there's just different trigger events that are like oh i want to if we're talking about fitness i want to work out more because summer's coming and blah 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 but the thing that's pushed me through the most is like having a set routine and the discipline side of it which is almost its own unique muscle um that you have to build up and strengthen over time it's not as simple as saying i have discipline now um, I wish it was that easy. I really do because that would be awesome. Uh, but it starts with the the good routine and it's just picking items that you need to complete, whether it's a entrepreneurial goal, a fitness goal, uh, just lifestyle change that you're trying to undergo. And that one thing you're going to do every single day or that set of, you know, five tasks you're going to do every day. Um, I wouldn't do more than that. Like maybe keep it to five to start. Once you get really good at those, then you could start to to switch it to some other things. But I would say like have five core things. Like I have my checklist here. Like I used to write down like hydrate, drink water. Um, when that was a, a challenge for me, like getting to an optimal hydration level. So like eight bottles a day or eight cups a day, whatever it is. Um, but now like it's kind of second nature for me. So like, I don't write that down to check it off because it's just a waste of a spot that I could put something else in to be more productive. But 
I really, I started with very, very basic things and I did 75 hard to kick off that discipline journey last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that was the best thing like mentally to get me right. Like there's other benefits from like a physical side and nutrition side, because it requires you to be disciplined. Um, but that helped me just get that greater sense of like self-accountability from a mental side. Cause it was checking off those things every day when I was done, there are certain things I still keep on there to check off. So like reading is still a challenge for me, um, just cause it's like not something I fully enjoy, but I know it's good for me. So like, I still write that down because it's just the activity of checking it off. Um, but things like doing my, my run, drinking water, stuff like that. Like I don't put it on there anymore. Cause it's just become like second nature as on my lunch, I go for a run during the day or during the beginning of the day, I get my water out and I'm good to go. And then I just grab those bottles throughout the day as I'm coming in and out of my office. All of it is self-discipline and self-discipline is just like automatic habits. Essentially, we're just talking about habits and I love that. You you know, my side of why I love habit stacking and creating habits so much, but it's discipline is your crutch. When you feel like you don't have an added boost of energy to go do something, your discipline becomes your habits, which are just automatic responses to what you're supposed to do. I also like that you brought up essentially having non-negotiables because that's just a steady routine that you can essentially, hey, I'm going to just fall into my routine, trust that my routine is there and it has the blueprint for me of what I'm going to do in this day, this week, this month. And that may change progressively every few weeks or or whatever it is for for yourself. Um, but I love those. I, I definitely my initial thought was going to say the same thing. It's where can you form discipline? And when you're forming discipline along the way, you're just looking to stack. I I also love that you, you said the five to-do list Mm -hmm. items don't overload your plate with what you have on it. Start little by little stack it over time and it becomes easy and you get disciplined. And that way you don't have to look for something to energize you when it's like, you already know I can trust these things that I've put out in front of me. Discipline all the way. I love that one. Yep. And I think people have a tendency to overcomplicate what those items should be too, but it's like, it's literally for me, it was as simple as drink water like drink a gallon of water throughout the day. And it's like, it sounds dumb to have to write that down every day, but like that small action builds discipline. Even if it is something like that, like it just builds up over time because if I can commit to myself for this, okay, well, when I go pick a different activity, like work out twice a day, it's a lot easier to commit to myself for that. And I think that's like, I'd say one of the bigger things that, can be a challenge because like when we are struggling to find motivation, we'll grasp at a bunch of different things. And a lot of times it's not, I want to do this for myself. It's I want to do this so I can show up others, or I want to do this. So I look good in front of others from a fitness perspective, or I want to, you know, crush this um, goal. I have business wise because I want to have more money and I want to be able to flex on people and stuff like that. It's like we create the narrative inside of our head and, one of the bigger things for me was like starting to focus on like, I want to do this for me so I can live a better life and like staying true to my whys because it's easy to want to go and grasp at different motivation. And like, I love proving people wrong. It's great, great feeling. Like it is, it might not be the healthiest thing, but it's a great feeling (laughs) and I love it, but that can't be your main motivation. 
take everything you can to keep motivation. But the thing that'll help when it comes to motivation's gone, discipline, you're not going to wake up in the morning and you're you're about to hit snooze and say oh uh joe down the street is uh he's got more money than me or he looks nicer than me let me wake up no you're not going to do that but if you're doing it for yourself it's more motivation to say okay let's go not not the best start to the day i feel like i want to just go back to bed but let's go i'm going for that run i'm going to um make my breakfast or whatever so you're not scrambling to start the day yeah, doing it for yourself is the most important part of the equation. If if you could do it for yourself and show up for yourself, then you're showing up for others. I think too, we talked about it last episode. One of my goals for the new year is to step into who I want to become. And that's essentially what you were saying, where the first example I'm about to say might be a little silly as far as, hey, you you want to become this, but hey, I want to become a hydrated individual. I want to be a high performance individual. It's like, okay, what does that person do? You're literally going to drink some water. It's like as simple as that. Um, but overall, obviously, your your overall, I'm going to become whatever it is. It's it may not be that. I mean, hey, I want to be, I want to become a healthy individual. I want to be healthy and strong and pain free. Well, what are some things that person does? Start doing those things. I'm going to hydrate. For now, to start, I have to track it. And then you start tracking it over time. You don't have to track it anymore because you already become that that person who does that. So I, I think those shares there were also great and it adds on to that and i really believe that the art of becoming you can call it manifestation you can call it visualization you want to practice and step into what that person does because the actions that come with it become also automatic and that ties right back into the discipline of it too so being able to know where to go and motivation's gone i think so far we've talked about the discipline and i like the art of becoming because it allows you to to do those tasks that you may have set for yourself like you've mentioned with like the non-negotiables on the to-do list 100 percent, love that and yeah it's it's kind of the the non-negotiables with yourself, understanding what you need and kind of doing them. Um, what's the right word here? Shamelessly. Yeah. Doing them shamelessly. Like I think about uh, so college football playoffs going on and I have very little room in my heart for Michigan as a Penn State fan. But um, really cool story. J.J. McCarthy, um, the Michigan quarterback, had. So they just advanced to the national championship. Um, they'll be taking on Washington, but he had his own struggles with like depression and stuff like that, that he was dealing with, like they were doing a story on it or whatever. And one of the biggest things that he started to do to deal with it was meditate. So like before every game he goes out, he sits in front of the goalpost, he gets down, he meditates and like, it's a very public thing in a way where he's doing it, but like, he's just getting his mind right for the game, getting himself focused, all that. And it's like, you know, some people might look at that and think like, what the heck is this guy doing? Like he's supposed to be a football player, anger, aggression, not calm, serenity and peace. But like, that's what he needs to do to get his mind right. And now he's playing for a national championship next week. So it's like, it's just a cool story of like, it's something new that he tried that obviously has had great results, not just on the football field, but like he was dealing with depression. It helped that. So it's like, just finding ways for him to to better himself. That's what you need to do is just figure out what those activities are. Don't try to do things for other people. Don't try to do things the way other people would do it. If it works for you, like focus on what's going to be the best for your journey and what's going to be the best for you and double down on those things. You know, we dedicated an episode on, on comparison being the thief of joy and 
that's another that's a perfect example of it. it could have been so easy for him to think well what are these other players doing and maybe there are some that do the meditation but mm-hmm. he knew that that's what filled him up he was going to continue to to do it once he did some trial and error hey that's what i'm going to do it's so easy when motivation's gone to think about or compare ourselves to somebody else or hey i've been doing the same thing this person's doing why don't i see the same result and it's okay to know it's okay. Just because you're not seeing that same result, it's okay. You're going to be on your own timeline and it's easier said than done at many times. I'm one to say we're, we're two people to say that, Hey, it's your own timeline. We're not at a sprint, but it's so easy to feel that at times because it feels like, Hey, I've been running on this treadmill for so long and it just keeps spinning. When is it going to stop? Am I going to see the the end result? Am I going to hit the finish line of it? Sometimes it just takes a little longer than others. And sometimes you're going to get redirected to something even bigger and better for yourself. So it is to know that it's going to be okay. You'll get there. Yeah. Love that. No, the, the comparison thing always is, especially when motivation slips right where our mind goes, especially like what I'm thinking, see right now, cause we are in like the new year's resolution time. I, I keep going back to fitness goals. Cause I think that's like probably the most common resolution that people make. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just went like broad scale and all right, for an example, how much do you squat for like five reps? What's, what's the weight you would pick? Um, I mean, if we barbell, I don't know, like a 225 now or something. 225. So someone that's never lifted before is could look at you and be like, wow, like he looks like I want to look because, you know, you're a very handsome man. Um, and then he's he's lifting 225 for five reps right now. Why can't I do that? Well, how long have you been lifting? Oh, very long time. So the, the over 10 years at this rate. So 10 years and like you're... Your like maintenance lift that you're going for for five reps is 225 for a squat. And this person wants to be able to do that in under three months. So like, that's the important thing to remember. Like discipline is a long journey. Like you've been doing this for 10 years. Someone else might be doing it for 10 weeks and then looking around the gym and like, man, why can't I do that? So it's just like a helpful reminder that like it takes time. And this is just something we're trying to build up over the long term. It's not some short term quick fix, but like discipline is going to be that one thing that you can always fall back on. You refer to it as a crutch. I think that's the best way to look at it. Like when you're a little beat up, banged up, like mentally or physically, that's going to be the thing that's going to help push you through because you've built it up so strong with smaller, little basic actions that you can now make it a more complicated thing once you're starting to check off other boxes like you can have five new things um, that you're going through in your goals and maybe it is i want to squat more weight and so that involves like hitting legs slightly more often or just in a different way or whatever it is so it's it's a cool way just to remind yourself that you know it takes a long time to get where you want to go but like that is the the journey of life that we're all on so focus in on yourself Perfectly added question, because how often do we compare where we are now to where we once were? And I immediately thought about that because you asked me like squat number and we are grateful enough and thankful enough to be past athletes. And I'm like, it's not nowhere near. I don't touch the same numbers that I used to. And it's okay. And 
similar to the Michigan quarterback, I've had a mental health battle too when that chapter of football was ending and it was beyond just like that time period. It was like the life after because of, hey, I can't do some of the same things I used to do. So like, what do I do now? Um, And I don't know how many individuals out there feel that right now. You could be 30 plus, you could be 40 plus, you could be older, you could be younger. Either way, there are things I'm sure you cannot do the same way they used to. And it's absolutely okay. You find a new starting point point to where you're at now and you have to enjoy that process and if it doesn't look the same it's fine can you be happy there can you be pain-free there can you laugh more there there's so many different emotions that you could tie into it and it will be a better experience so like going back specifically to that maybe not half but some of them some of the movements could be half the way that used to but I feel so much better. I have so much more mobile and so much more pain-free. Like I just feel better energy level wise. I'm not worried about comparing my weight to other people here and there. Yes, but it's not what it used to be. So comparison is a thief of joy also happens with ourselves. And it's so easy to discredit that, but it's something to keep in mind just to self set yourself up for success. Yeah. And even, you know, there's, there's not even a point for you to be squatting what you used to, cause you're not going and ramming your head into a 225 pound, 10% body weight linebacker <laughs> on a weekly basis. Um, uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the days, but light bulb went off when you said that. Cause even like when I, when I started getting like fully back into like a fitness routine, cause I fell off for a while after, um, I stopped playing football and mm-hmm it was just like one of those things of like, uh, I've been doing this basically since freshman year of high school, if not sooner, like, let me take a break. And then it just spiraled. But when I did decide to get back on like some type of routine, my goal was to get back to my playing weight. And even that is probably not the best way to look at things. Cause one, like we're talking about, we were athletes that were working out every day for extended period of time one i don't have the time or need to work out like on the field for an hour in the gym for an hour and all that type of stuff that we used to do but i feel like it's also not a or it definitely isn't a good way of going about things of like i want to get back to this because you're focusing so much on a past event something that you were in the past that is stopping you from being able to get to what maybe, maybe the goal is something different now, or even if it's the same number, like let's refer to it in a different light. Let's not say I want to get back to my playing weight. Like just set the goal, just set the goal is what it is. Stop living in like the, the past. And it's not like the, the football glory days, but it was more of a fitness thing than anything. <laughs> but um, just like the small mindset shift is where I think light bulb went off for me of like, I always used to say that. And yeah, it's probably a bad trap to fall into. So if anyone out there is out saying, I just want to get back to what I weighed in high school or whatever, whatever your phrase is, change it up, focus on the future, let go of everything in the past. I also took an immediate note because light bulb went off too. And it's like the tip of you can't keep driving, staring at the rear view mirror. That's literally what it is. Where are you going to go? You're going to hit a tree. <laughs> You're going to hit something. <laughs> you keep driving straight. You may be able to drive straight. It's fast and the furious type of uh, crazy driving you may do. One arm there, drift to the side, stare at the rear view mirror. It's not safe. It's not going to get you to where you want to go. Um, but that immediately made me think of that. That's literally what it is. It's so easy to just stare 
at the back and it's like okay to reminisce and like be proud and be happy for past moments but remind yourself that you are where you are now for a reason it's everything's happening for you not not to you the other thing that comes to mind and it kind of slipped at first because we just talked about our last episode but just in case there's any new listeners you got to set some goals (laughs) make sure you have goals going into this year um, and do it in a smart pun intended way Um, for those that don't know smart is a acronym and a method of ways of setting goals it's very common so you can you can go on google and you'll probably find frameworks where you could actually write your goals out in a table um, could be a helpful exercise if you've never done it before but really it's more than just saying like this is the year i'm going to get in shape that's not a smart goal and it's very hard for you to be able to track it know what you truly want and what you even mean by it so just by writing it down building it out and defining it putting something time related to it making sure it's realistic attainable all that great stuff that goes into it um, is going to be a very important part of the process just because if you're just saying this is going to be the year or things like that it's going to be very hard for you to stick to it because what is it like what do you actually mean so clearly define that for yourself so you can put a plan behind the the goal as well um we talk about a lot, but didn't want to gloss over it just in case, you know, that time of year might as well uh, rehash anything, anything you want to add on, on that front. No, it's a great share. I would have forgot to to bring that one up. Uh, I think part of it that's super important is it helps you be specific and it helps you measure the goal. I think those two, the whole framework is important, but I think those two stand out because it's so easy to say a goal like, Hey, I want to be fit this year. And it sounds and feels right. But if you don't write it out, out, sometimes you won't really see that. It doesn't mean you're you're doing this wrong. There's just a more effective way to literally almost guarantee you will get there. If you do a specific framework, or I'm saying specific, no pun intended with that being part of smart goal, but it will guide you there. You, you may need some guidance. It can even hold you accountable if you're not with a support staff around you. So I do like that. The smart goals is great. It's easy. There's so many resources online. We we definitely, definitely, definitely recommend that one. Last thing I had here today is basically the theme of when I was going through 75 hard and this idea of building discipline, the way I've looked at it is it's okay to give yourself grace when you do mess up. You're not going to be perfect. The idea of 75 hard and building discipline does kind of involve you being perfect but in the sense of accountable to yourself so you might mess up i messed up when i did 75 hard i was probably 20 or 30 days in and one day i forgot to read like didn't wasn't just something i intentionally did just forgot about it so one of the rules of 75 hard is if you miss any of the activities you're going back to day one so i was able to give myself grace and say it's okay but Next day was no, not day 21. It was day one again of 75. So that would be my biggest thing for you all is it's okay to give yourself grace, but the more that you're willing to compromise. So if the reason you didn't do something is because you were fully aware of it and you said, uh, I just don't want to do that today. 
that's going to hurt your chance of building discipline. So it's like, what do you do on the days that you don't want to do it, but you know you should, or you planned to do it and you just got tired or whatever it is. So be careful about compromising with yourself. Like you are going to forget, people forget things all the time. It just happens. Even if we write them down, like we get busy, we get distracted, things come up. It happens in those moments. It's fine to acknowledge it, give yourself grace and then hold yourself accountable the next day. And like, whether it's 75 hard or anything else that you're doing, like, just make sure when the next day starts, you pick up right where you left off. Don't let that spiral. And if you are consciously aware of it, be careful about compromising with yourself because if motivation's gone and then you start compromising on your discipline, you lose that last crutch that you had to keep yourself up and keep yourself moving towards your goals also. Hmm. Well said. I was going to ask you, what. how do you know when you're giving yourself grace or essentially living with victim mentality. And I think you've said that pretty clear. That was a really good yeah. share. Yeah. I think the main thing is just like, were you consciously aware that you made the mistake? And then you said, Oh, well I could let it go this one time, but then you spend the next day feeling guilty about it. And then it spirals. So it's, you know, sometimes we just forget things. It, it happens. No one is perfect. So it's just moving forward and hold yourself accountable to it, not to do it again. That's basically it. Hey man, anything else uh, before we wrap here up here today? No, I think it was a great candid conversation, candid conversation. It's so easy for motivation to to be gone. It's we're in that first week of the new year. You're gonna feel the high. People are gonna ask you the questions. Are did you set your goals? Did you set your any res resolutions? And it could feel overwhelming, or it could feel you could feel clear minded and have full head of steam and ready to go. But if you do hit a wall, we hope that this episode gives you some tools and some ways to to work around that and keep going. For sure. Yep. It's it's perfectly normal to have those up and down up and down moments. Um, but what matters most is what do we do when our drive starts to dwindle? How do we respond to that? So uh, take some of the strategies that we talked about here today, apply them to your life and watch how these small little steps can start to make a significant impact on your your daily life and just your process of progressing towards these goals. Uh, so thank you all for joining us again on Action Ignited. Um, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, follow us on our socials. It's at Action Ignited on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. With that, keep pushing forward. And even on the days when that motivation does seem far away, remember, stay ignited. <laughs>